This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. Maite, how are you doing today? Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm feeling great. Very excited to be with you guys here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a pleasure. It's um, it's not often we get to talk to someone who takes a deeper dive into the everyday, right? Most people are working, going through the motions, but I have a feeling you have a practice of getting centered before you do anything, things of that nature, just based off the notes I have here. So before we get there and how you started a business that does all of this, I'd like to ask, do you yourself have entrepreneurs in your family? Uh, yes, my mom was an inspiration. Um, she had floats of success and money issues and all of that. And uh, of course, I was struggling with shall I jump into this or not? Uh, and yeah, my gut feeling said, yeah, I'm, I'm not made for this uh, nine to five schedule. So I decided to go for it. <laughs> okay, so you grew up watching that and then this was the first business you ever started, like going into this uh, arena, or was there something else you tried? Yes, I was working as an art director in advertising for many years, so that was my profession. I I, I was working in the corporate world. I'm a creative being, and uh, it's very comfortable to be working for someone. I have to say, in some in some level, but at some point, the the schedule was too hard. The the, the amount of hours I was working was too hard. And um, I didn't have any business preparation when I decided to to jump for it. It was more uh, the idea of doing something good for the world that that called me to to start this project um, more than the ambition of of running a business. But at the end, it happened that I was running a business without knowing that I was running a business. And at the end, nowadays I'm running a business. <laughs> wow! No business preparation. Yeah. So you were doing you were doing this as an art director, working, and you had already had a practice of you because Mandala Blue Yoga is and Tarifa Spirit Festival. This is the thing the thing that you work on. But were you already doing this just for your own personal well being and what you were doing, and then it just turned into a business when people started asking you, or how did that happen? Well, I'm very happy to share this story because I'm very sure that it's going to inspire a lot of people. It's a crazy one, and I love crazy stories because I think crazy is the new normal. Um, I was working in art direct, as art director, and I was really, really good. So let's say I was working like Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho in the in the soccer uh, field, and, and I was really, really good. And my, my bosses wanted to pay me more money, but, you know, I was pretty much burnout. And then I decided that I didn't want it more money. I wanted time. So I negotiated with them that I wanted five months off a year uh, just for myself and to get inspired because I was an art director, but I was so burned out that I wasn't able to direct anything. So they, my first boss was like, what did you take? What, what have you smoked? And I was like, no, no, I'm serious. And then when he went through the salary, he was like, well, I can see that you're serious. So 
he took me to uh, the next boss. And uh, when, when he sat, he said, I'm so happy with your performance that I'm going to give you anything to keep you in the company. So I said, okay, sit down because I want five months off uh, a year. And he said, uh, well, we can give you a sabbatical. And I was like, no, no, no. I want five months every year for the rest of my life. And they agreed. And for two years, I was having these five months off. And this is more or less how Mandala Blue Yoga started because um, in these five months, I was traveling, I was getting inspired, I was relaxing. And I, in these five months, I realized actually there was something happening in my brain. My, my brain was working better. In that time, I was living in Germany and my German got better even without speaking any German. So I could see something was happening in those months that I was really relaxed. So every time I went back to the to the corporate world, you know, like my nervous system was very stressed again and I was slow, things that it took me five minutes to do, it took me five hours to do. And then during these five months off that I got again, I was really relaxed. I was, my performance was really good. I had great ideas and and things were amazing. So I was going to carry on my the rest of my life like this, but then they decided the third year to give me only three months. And then I said, no. My, my agreement was five months. I stick to the five months. And uh, and, and my my superiors, they, they used to say, Maite, you are the only person that has three months off in the company. Not even the owner of the company has so much time. And I was like, no, the deal was five months. And then this is how I decided to quit and go for Mandala Blue Yoga, which was an idea that I had of combining the energy of the ocean and yoga in Indonesia. It was a yoga studio that I set up in Indonesia in a really amazing island there. Wow. I mean, yeah, you know how to make a deal. <laughs> yeah. That's that's quite a that's quite a deal you made there five months off out of the year getting paid. You must have it been a, a VIP there. They must have really I, uh leaned on you really hard to give you that. <laughs> well, you know, you need to know what you want. Like most people want just money, and I think money mm. is very important. But wealth, it, it, it's other things as well. And, and for me, wealth was time. And I was, I was lacking time in that moment. I was lacking energy. And for me, time was very valuable. And, and it was unnegotiable at that time. And to be honest, I didn't know. I, I, I realize now how humble I was because I, I didn't realize how good I was and how important I was for the company. Otherwise, probably I would also ask for more salary. By the way, they paid me more. They gave me these five months off. And they gave me a raise as well. So now I realize ah. I should have paid more money then. But yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm tell the story. Yeah, no. And before we go, before we go further, because I'm just, because that's such an important point, as an art director, right? Like, what what is the core responsibility of that? I'm just curious because there's a, a business was willing to say like, and as you, right? So the way you understand that role is different than most people because I imagine somebody else would have asked for that. Five months off, you know, there would have been a different rule. So I love the clarity that you had. Is, is that kind of clarity and that quality part of what it takes to be a good art director? Well, the art director is like a, orchestra director for for art for everything that is visual I was working then in advertising but art director is also uh, you see art directors in the cinema industry for example so it's, art director is the person responsible for any visual of any campaign either printed campaign digital campaign tv spots and so on so I was responsible 
on of um, how the the actress was looking, what type of colors, what type of background, what type of scenarios, what type of anything. So all the small details related to art and visual that was my responsibility. So I was uh-huh. directing real um, cinema directors. I was directing illustrators. I was uh, directing three D um, designers and so on. And and the company that you were working with at that time had developed like commercial campaigns where they had film crews and this so there was high budget and they knew that with that kind of budget being spended uh, spending all like all these people all these projects someone they could trust to know they could stick to the bottom line I I'm starting to see now why they were fighting so hard for you and it's hard to find someone who's good at that uh, and that does it with integrity and so then you strike this deal to not only get a raise but you get five months out of the year off with which I feel like nobody in America, at least, even knows what that feels like, <laughs> like five months off. We wouldn't even know what to do with ourselves, which is why I respect that decision so much. So how does how do those skills carry over into the launching of Mandala Blue? Because you said there was no business training yet. All those skills carried over, right? Was it that management and direction of all people and things and budgets? Well, everything I, I have done in my life, I think I have had three lives already. So I was a journalist for previous years and uh, I was in the radio. I used to love it. I was in the in a TV podcast and program as well. And um, everything I have done in my life, I think, is coming together now. So all advertisement, all graphics, all promotions, marketing and everything for my business, I'm applying it now. So every video that I do, every promotion, every every post that I do on Instagram, uh, most of them I do myself. So definitely it has helped a lot and it's very visual. So I I check what the others are doing and I just put myself in the eyes of the of the person that is going to see a poster, for example. And I need I, I'm quite good at making it as catchy as possible. So, yes, definitely that helps a lot. Okay. And so now we get into what the business actually is, right? Because uh, my notes here are about you helping humans like connect spiritually to what's going on. But I imagine there's more to that. It's not as simple as, yeah, sign up to a class to sign up, you know, connect spiritually. How how does that work with your, like, was it through the content you were creating that you started getting the attention or were there relationships you already had? So you had traction almost immediately. So I guess, um, it comes all together because when I was in advertising, I was very overstimulated. And and what I said during these five months that I was traveling in Asia, uh, I was stimulated in another way. I, I, I think my spirit was stimulated, not my brain. So I realized, and also because I'm a dive master and I, I started studying then in these five months, my dive master, my experience on the water was silenced. And when I experienced silence and the water first and then through meditation practices during the years, but my experiencing in contact with the water was, was direct connection with the spirit. And that was direct connection with a better version of myself. And because I was burned out by working so many hours in advertising in that job, and I know a lot of people leave burnout and they just take pills and all of that. And I have never done anything uh, to calm myself down. So because I live to the fullest, the burnout, and I live to the fullest the experience of silence. I think this is what I come to offer uh, to people, the experience through silence and through different techniques of connections with, with themselves. And silence for me is very, very powerful because 
of course, there is other, like there is plant medicine, there is mantras, there is many, many techniques, but actually silence is what really, really give us highest state of consciousness. And we have it all the time. We just need to access that and we need to learn how to access that. So I guess the combination of this burnout by being in a strong industry as advertising and the contract, contrary experience, which is pure silence, is what brought together Mandala Blue Yoga. And by the way, I have to say that uh, because I mentor people as well, I had the experience of uh, someone working in the U.S. that uh, was having uh, only one week of holidays uh, the whole year. And I was like, what are you talking about? So I I just made, I remember I told her to just play together and try to play that she was going to be able to get four weeks a year holidays. And through the mentorship that we did together, but that was really, really short. She managed to get a raise and get four weeks of holidays in the U.S. I'm very proud of that. That is unheard of. <laughs> yeah, it really is, actually. But, but I want to address something that said, because you said you're a master diver, and uh, I, I am too. And I will tell you, there is just something that's really serene. Once you pass like 200 feet and you start hitting the black and it's just dark, it's dark and it's quiet. And I don't know. I think it simulates being in the womb, right? Kind of right. And if I would think of what it would have been like minus the bubbles, right. (laughs) But, uh, I think that's what it would have been like in the womb if you could remember it, just floating in this, you know, serene, nothing else matters at that moment. I mean, it's, if you've never experienced it, you can't really, it's hard to like tell somebody what that experience is like, but. Exactly. It's an inner experience. And that experience, I only found it underwater. For me, it's just being underwater. Even when I'm in apnea, I love it. Even when I see the colorful fish and the coral, which are very, very much in the surface of the water, I love it as well. Of course, when you go deep, it's really nice as well. But that experience of the void and nothing as the mm. source, I only got it underwater and by deep, deep states of meditation. Um, through the physical sensations. I think we, as a human, as humans, I think so. Well, health and wellness is one of my pillars and has always been. And I think the body is such a strong channel that is telling us everything. We have everything we need in our body. We don't need any, any plant medicine, anything like that. I understand that this helps other people um, maybe to start and to get that, that experience that Jason and me had underwater. Um, but actually we have it all inside just by sitting and getting into that state of nothingness, which is very blissful, but at the same time is it could be a little bit scary because there is absolutely nothing. And we are not used to that. We are so scared of silence and nothingness that that's why we, we really like to be overstimulated, but there is no need to that because our best version is when we are in that state of bliss. Sort of reminds me of the ambition of most Buddhist thinking of being able to completely detach from most things, not to think that things are that are external to you or aren't necessarily consequential or relevant, but to be able to truly see yourself removed from all things to connect to a source of one, right? So I, I think I can see how that translates into being underwater 
Uh, and, you know, Jason having a career in military for 22 decades plus, uh, I imagine I've never heard him talk about the fact that he was there, but I imagine those were some of the most peaceful moments he's ever had in his entire career. And I wonder, do you work with those kinds of people? Like, because it, it sounds now like you've essentially created a retreat that people can can sign up to be a part of. Is it an international thing? Do you work with like entrepreneurs? And I mean, you have a big market in America of people just <laughs> constantly <laughs> working. So I'm just curious about that business mechanic. Well, um, Americans used to come a lot when I was in Indonesia in that Paradise Island. I had people from all over the world. That was beautiful. And through the online classes, they they also joined. They, for whatever reason, they are not going so much to the south of Spain. I'm very happy when they join. Um, but if a Spirit Festival is a festival that puts everything together, it puts arts, music, and conscious um, activities, not only yoga and meditation, but also dance and uh, tantric work and and a lot, and many things. So it's a, it's a festival. It's a it's an event of uh, of two days that puts um, that brings many 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 tools to people. Because um, I'm glad that you brought this um, information about the Buddhists. The Buddhist. So I understand that, and I love to to detach myself from reality often. But at the same time, I'm a practical person, and I love to enjoy the beauty of life. And I think when you master detaching from reality and to access those moments of emptiness, you understand that in everyday life, in every situation, we can access those moments of void. And these moments of void are only possible when we are present, when we are present, no matter what we are doing, either shopping, either having this interview, either talking with your spouse or things like that. So in those moments when we are fully, fully present, we don't need to detach from reality. Actually, it's the opposite. We just leave reality to the fullest and make the most of it the same way we do it when we are underwater or when we are in those moments of deep meditation. But this is a practice. The, the meditation is just a practice of that, of living life to the fullest. Because I'm, I think people don't want to just detach. It's nice to have a nice car. It's nice to have a nice house. It's nice to have a nice life. But this helps you to have... Even, and to appreciate everything that you have. So anyway, so these events that I do, Tarifa Spirit Festival is, uh, is an event, it's a year, it's a, um, every second year we do this event. And also back in the, in the years before 2020, I used to organize the Ocean Silence Retreat. The, that, that was an experience by the ocean and combining the, the sound of the water and the ocean, which is very, very soothing and, and the qualities of silence. Wow. Okay. Now I've been, I've been talking almost the entire like uh, uh podcast and uh, um, and I'd want to now turn it over to Jason to sort of share some of the stuff that he's gathered as he's been thinking about just the story that you've shared with us. Yeah. I, you know, the one thing I love about entrepreneurship is, you know, most entrepreneurs have taken a lifestyle goal, right. Of, how they want to control their life, live their life, how they want to, you know, be perceived, how they want to, you know, interact with other people. Um, and they've really like you, you figured out a passion that you have and the places you take your own self is where you take other people. Right. And I think that's like the quintessential entrepreneurship story because 
you do that in your way of uh, of helping people. I do that in a different way of helping people. Um, Philip does it in a different way of helping people. But at the end of the day, it's all the same baseline, right? It's like you're just plugging in a different thing, right? And that's what I love about business because it is a formula to a certain essence of it all. And I think you have to tie all these things together when it comes to, I get up and I do these things and I, how do I stay energetic? How do I stay, you know, in love with what I do every day? And a lot of it comes back to its inner energy. It really is. Because people have often asked me, how do you do it? How do you, how do you run such a crazy schedule like you do? It's because I love to get up every morning and do what I do. That's why it mo- I'm motivated to do it. Cause if I wasn't and it wasn't fun, wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so it's really awesome. You're doing what you're doing and you can tell you're passionate about it for sure. Yeah, definitely. I also see uh, business as a spiritual being. So it's, it's not that we are humans and spiritual beings. I think we create something and this creation is coming through us as an idea of business. When people tell me, oh, but I'm not a creative person. Yes, we are. You are creating a business. You're a creative person. This business didn't exist before you were there. And even if, if another person is doing a business similar to yours, it's not the same business because it's not you. So mm-hmm. definitely there is a spirit behind any any company and uh, I will just tell anyone that is being called to 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 run a business or to to jump into like this this urge to jump into entrepreneurship is to go for it even though you don't have any preparation just by doing it you will learn you will grow you will find other people doing the same and get inspired by other people and help will show also in in all ways of course, if you have some preparation, maybe it's better. <laughs> this is something that I will do if I will start again to, to get a little bit more pre- preparation. But um, I'm very strong and I, I always say crazy is the new normal. So, yeah, <laughs> if someone has this call, go for it. <laughs> it's a call from a spirit. We don't own it. That's what I believe. That uh, It's like a musician that is just composing something. You just put yourself on service to to that energy that is moving through you. And if that energy is a business, do it. It's definitely a creative process. It, I mean, it takes real creativity to make money appear. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, with that said, I want you to take this time to not only share with people what you're up to right now. Like uh, I think I have in my notes here, you have a, uh, a show that you're working on, a book, a few things. And also where do you prefer for people to connect with you and learn more about what you're doing? especially those that are like, man, that sounds like just what I need to get away with, with that one week of American vacation I have. (laughs) Well, I'm very happy to support anyone that wants more than one week of vacation (laughs) to contact me through mandalabluyoga.com. My Instagram is mandalabluyoga and uh, the email address is mandalabluyoga at gmail.com. I mentor people, I mentor companies also to connect with this uh, stronger part of themselves and to the trust 
and which comes from from inspiration more than than the doing. Of course, we have to do. And I wake up every day. I set up my schedule um, once a week, and I just follow like if I'm the worker of myself in order to get things done, right? Uh, but I'm super happy to 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 help people to and to guide them to connect with um, higher source and with themselves and. Um, and to get the dreams done uh, because everything is possible. And if you dream it, it's because you own it and you're capable to do it. So I'm super happy to guide. And if anyone feels inspired for that, they can contact me. That's awesome. It. And you have a book coming out, right? Or in a show that you're working on, a TV series? Yes, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, I started already a series of interviews uh, to very important people and uh, with the idea of transforming that into a TV show. And I don't know how long that will take, but uh, knowing that magic happens in life, it can be <laughs> sooner than later. And the book, I still don't know when it's coming, uh, because probably the, the Spanish version is coming out first and the English one, but I'd like to know when it's out. Got it. Is that going to be syndicated only out in Spain, like uh, like Red TV, I think is what it's called, or...? or... <laughs> no. No, 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 no. It's gonna be in. Uh, it's it's gonna be for the whole world because some of my students are waiting for this book and they come from any place in the world. So, um, yeah, and I, I will manage to have the ebook version as well. So it's gonna be downloadable. Down double. Uh, need to correct my English. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, good to know. Good to know. So then, uh, there's really only two other pieces of business I have in the interest of time, and I want to just check in with Jason again before I go to the last two questions. Are we good with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So the first one is, if you could go back, Maite, to the time when you were burnt out, let's say, and you were trying to fight for your five months of uh, a year off, uh, would you say anything to yourself? I mean, even that alone, even just saying it out loud, tells me you already knew what you were doing even then. But like, if you could even do it better, knowing what you know now, I know you mentioned you would have prepared more in terms of business. But what would you say to that to to that younger self, yeah, back in who was overworked, burnt out, knowing what you know now about business and everything? Um, I would have saved more money and invested mm-hmm. better. Um, probably yes. I will do it. Uh, so, so things, because things can go great and can go smooth, but things uh, can feel sometimes as well as if you are the salmon against the current going up the hill. So oh, yeah. for those moments, saving some money and, re- and invest it properly to have mm, other source of income while you're r- starting your business, that will have made the water feel more like you're going down the river. Yeah. No, I love it. It's a pretty practical. If you can find a way to get an additional source of income while you're building what you're building, smartest thing we can do. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. And now the grand finale is as follows. If you could have invited anyone to sit here and join us to listen to the story of Mandala Blue, Mandala meaning uh, the practice where they take the sand and draw their vision of what they deemed to be peaceful and inspiring internally right blue being the ocean and that experience you had underwater and yoga itself needs no introduction right it's an exercise it's a meditation it's a way of life so if if you could have invited anybody to have shown up today listen to what you were talking about 
maybe even contributed to the conversation, dead or alive, who would you have loved to have had here and why? Um, can I choose two people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one would be my mom because she's an inspiration for me. She healed herself from cancer uh, by going 10 days without pretty much food and water. And that was a huge inspiration. And that really impacted my life uh, to understand how much power we have inside. So definitely she has so much to say about that. And the other person will be Richard Branson. I admire him a lot. I think he's an amazing entrepreneur and also a very charismatic human being. And I would love, it's one of my dreams. I want to meet him and to have a dinner with him. And I don't mind if there is more people, but definitely someone that I would love to to have uh, around. I'm sure there is so much to learn from him. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially just given what you do about experiences and all that. I mean, that's, you hear his story about how he landed on an Island and then started a company. That's something I could totally see even Jason doing. Like it's it's just the entrepreneur thing and you yourself now the same, quite literally the same story, someone who just created out of thin air, some experience that now thrives in it and has a life of its own. That is at the quintessential energy of an entrepreneur as, as, as Jason had said, for me, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, I'm so happy to hear the news about your mom and how that became an inspiration as well. Uh, you can't even deny those kind of results, right? I, it would have changed my life too. Uh, so those, those are my closing thoughts. Thank you for sharing your journey with us and I'll let Jason close us out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Great story. Great work you're doing um, in the world. Because I believe if we're going to do something, let's change the world, right? Not just Let's not just try to change our immediate area of things try to leave a whole footprint on the the whole world itself and and that's what you're doing keep doing that thank you for taking just a little bit of time out to uh share your story with us and you know share your story with our audience we greatly appreciate it and look forward to seeing what you do next thank you so so much the pleasure is mine and I hope you guys can make it to Spain <laughs> into one of these retreats and maybe we can do it live. <laughs> oh, wow. That'd be Thank fun. you so much. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Awesome. Cheers. Blessings. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.